Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. The Way Up North podcast is supported by Wooden Banana. Wooden Banana has delivered personalized wooden packaging for photographers since 2014 and has since connected with thousands of photographers from around the world. Their handmade wooden products range from CD and print boxes through to custom USBs, all individually engraved with your branding, giving your client delivery the love it deserves no matter where you are in the world. Wooden Banana has partnered with Way Up North for three events in a row and is offering a 10% discount on all their products using the purchasing code 110. So give them a look at woodenbanana.com or follow their story on Instagram via the hashtag woodenbanana. Thank you for listening to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Cole Roberts, and alongside my business partner, Jakob Granqvist, I'm the co-founder of Way Up North. And in a moment, you'll hear the Way Up North podcast host, Jenny Hamar. Jenny is an entrepreneur, mother, and established photographer here in Sweden who can now add interviewer to her resume. She's been outstanding this series, and in this final conversation of the Stockholm 2016 set, she's chatting with Forged in the North. Forged in the North is comprised of Heidi and Ryan Brown, a husband-wife couple living in New York City. Couples who work so closely together are always interesting, as it takes a special pair to do so without driving one another crazy. And hearing this conversation, it feels clear that they complement one another well with a yin-yang type dynamic, Ryan being the quiet introvert, Heidi the vocal extrovert. The two bring a diverse skill set to the arts and are not only wedding photographers. They direct and photograph commercials, they're filmmakers, aerial photographers, masters of portraits, former architects, and even have a fantastic conference of their own in Brooklyn called Workshop. If there's one characteristic that they both share, which I identified with in this talk, is that they're design-minded people who let that design focus steer their art as well as their business. So, this is it the last conversation leading up to the Stockholm 2016 event. And thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And also another big thank you to Jenny, who's doing a wonderful job hosting. And without further ado, let's settle in and have a listen to what Forged in the North have to say. I'm talking to Forged in the North. I better say that in case we start the <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Yeah, so we're Ryan and Heidi. Uh, our company name is Forge in the North. Um, we're husband and wife, and we've been shooting together for um, about four or five years, full-time for about three or four years, and um, we're based in Brooklyn, New York. Cool. That's like that's the perfect elevator pitch. Yeah, there it is. 
everything you needed. You really like that was okay. I need one of those too. Um, cool. So sorry, back to the topic. What, what do your clients ask you? Because in my head, they see your website and they're like, okay, I mean, money's no object. Just tell me where to show up. And like, here's the date. Just that's the ideal client. Yeah, yeah I mean, handful of those. yeah, that that can happen. I mean, a lot of times those people they don't even, I guess they don't even like need to, you know, meet you or interview you. They just are like, we love your work and let's do yeah. it. Um, but I guess the ones that are more hesitant, what are the questions? Well, they don't. Uh, they okay. Most of the time, they just show up and they don't have questions. They just sit there, kind of shy, and like want us to just talk to them. But we don't have like a presentation prepared. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just like, okay, we'll tell you a little bit about us. And I think they just want to know that they feel comfortable with us, like personality-wise, so that on the wedding day they're not uncomfortable because we're like, you know all up in their grill all day long. Yeah. So I think it's just to see, like, would we be friends? And that's all it is. Because they all, like, usually if they're meeting with us, it's because they really love our style. And so it's never anything about, like, the aesthetic of photography. It's more just, I think, a personality thing. Yeah. See if we mesh. They want to know, am I going to be able to put up with these two? Like, yeah. on this intimate day. And, exactly. like, do they... I mean, do you find that they come with like a question from like a list of questions from like a blog? Like, sometimes they do. And it's really, it's, you know, those those are usually pretty easy to answer because it's just like, how many photos does it include? Do you provide raw images? Um, Yeah. Those sort of things. Do you watermark your photos? How do you do albums? Yeah. So it's like pretty like basic. uh, Pretty much everything that you can find in our frequently asked questions page on our website. Which we've already answered online. We're like, okay, repeat. You're yeah. like, again, if you go to this page on my website, you'll see yeah, that. Right. Exactly. What do you say when they ask, um, are raw imi- like raw files included? Uh, uh, like we, we, cause the way we sort of call and edit is like, we give, we deliver like every photo that we take through throughout the whole day. That's not like uh, a duplicate or completely out of focus or something like that. So, so yeah. there's really like no need for raw images for us to deliver raw images because we just deliver everything anyway. We we tend to kind of over deliver. Yeah, like sorry um, to all the other photographers out there that are probably cringing because like we'll deliver photos. Like if I see an image of like the bride's aunt and it's not a great shot, but I think like if I was the bride, I'd probably find that shot like entertaining in some way. Like I'll still send it to her, you know? Yeah. yeah okay. we're, so we'll send like the B level photos and of course all the A level photos. So it yeah. ends up being a lot of shots. Yeah. I mean, we, we just delivered a wedding that was like 2200 images. And I mean, we say like a minimum of 800, but usually it's like somewhere around 1500 and that they get, um, we just kind of like go over overboard with it and figure that they uh, they'll want to see those or they can decide to not show certain ones if they want. And, and that maybe that's a selling like I bet they like hearing that in the beginning. Like, oh, I, I'm going to get a they ton do. of images like that's. Probably yeah, because I think it puts them at ease. Like some, one of the questions that a lot of times they'll ask that like a blog might tell them to ask their vendors or their photographers is. <laughs> um is like how many, uh, like how, how does the proofing work? Like, do I get a proof set and then I select them? Um, so we just sort of like take that all out of the, out of the picture and, and kind of, um, just deliver everything that they, that we shoot all day. So. And we have had a couple clients who 
kind of are like are interested into photography and so they'll ask like well we kind of want the raw photos to like edit them and then we just say no because that's pretty industry standard to not give out your raw photos for them to edit okay yeah yeah you just they they, they understand pretty quickly they're like okay no problem you know they just check that off the list of at least i asked but yeah yeah Yeah, i guess pretty much and when they see your face Yeah. yeah so Okay. So what, what does that look, I mean, where do they come to meet you and what's the kind of space that you guys work in? We, we have like a small little studio in our apartment in Brooklyn. Um, and like an office. We, yeah, it's like a small, that's where we are right now. Where (laughs) desks are. Very small. Um, and, uh, we used to meet clients like out in Manhattan or like at a coffee shop, but we just found like it, was, it took so much time to like set it all up, get there. You're waiting around every now and then they might not show or they're super late. Yeah. Um, it's loud so, in there. Yeah. And you might not even like find a seat at the cafe you want to yeah. meet at or whatever. So we just decided to have people over to our apartment now. Um, okay. I think also like the couples that we meet with, like the idea of just meeting with another couple in in our home. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very, it's like a hangout. Yeah. It's, it's very really just kind casual. of casual and, and, and intimate in that mm-hmm. way. Um, so yeah, I feel like people kind of see a little bit more about who we are, um, when we do it that way. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So you kind of walk through your living room and then like they see where you, well, it's like wide open. Yeah, like, our apartment is like a very like open floor plan. Like, um, right when you walk in the front door, you're basically, it, right where we're gonna sit down. Okay. So it's not like we need to walk them through anywhere. Yeah, that's there's like no, there's personal. not much touring. To, I mean, you walk <laughs> in the front door, you can see everything immediately yeah, in our yeah. apartment. So it's like a loft. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, it looks yeah. super trendy. What I can see, I, well, I see a lot of wine bottles behind you guys. What's <laughs> that, what's that? Uh, yeah, all about? <laughs> a lot of wine glasses. Yeah, that's, too. That's, and a lot that's, of wine glasses, like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot. You never those know, are, right? those aren't all of them. Well, if we have a party, we want all of our guests to drink out of glass. Yeah. Not plastic. I guess that's the idea. <laughs> and it looks kind of like you're, it's a bit like industrial. You have some like industrial, industrial lamps yeah. and, you know, black. Yeah. Um, we have like, you know, we, there's like big windows right next to our desks here yeah. that, and there's some trees out in the back. So like just those little things can help when you're sitting at a desk all day, just having like yeah. a tree branch waving in the wind and and the sun coming in. I mean, those things like mentally make you a lot uh, happier than, than uh, being stuck. Yeah. And know, New York, in an office New York like apartments that. are really, really small. So we love this place because it has 12 foot ceilings. And so it feels a lot bigger, even though it's only 680 square feet and yeah. we live wow. and work here. Um, it has polished concrete floors, all white walls. So it feels like nice, like, soothing tones i guess you could say like nothing too like obnoxious and since we do work from home we were like okay we want to get a space that we can like stay in for like three days straight because sometimes it happens (laughs) sometimes we don't leave for three days (laughs) oh my god so wait so you are you're married for how many years three Uh, and a half three three and a half yeah. You live together, work together from home. You yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you spent a lot of time together. Yeah. It's a uh, lot. A lot and of we've, traveling together, too. And this September, we'll have started dating 11 years ago. Yeah. Okay, so what do you do when you're like, and answer separately, what do you do <laughs> when you're just so sick of the other person? I mean, it must happen. It totally happens. Uh, do you want me to answer first? <laughs> I can answer for you because I know what you do. Uh, 
I mean, I'm pretty introverted. <laughs> I, I like to stay in when I need to like regain some energy. Um, mm-hmm. I'll maybe like hop on some video games with friends or just like zone out in a TV show or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's sort of what I do to, uh, kind of just chill out and relax and be alone. Yeah. yeah. Ryan's what definitely happened? a gamer. <laughs> oh, what game? What's the favorite game? Oh, oh, there's been there's been a lot <laughs> over, over the years, but um, late, lately it's like it's like Destiny, Call of Duty, those types of games. So um, and your best friends live in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's it's so like yeah, I have some friends that live on the West Coast, so it's fun yeah. to like hop on with them and and kind of just hang out. Yeah, that's cool. All right, and what about you, Heidi? Um, I guess. I go, I am really lucky because I grew up out here on Long Island. So I have a lot of friends still from like my childhood that I've kept really close with. Okay. So I have girls nights pretty often, I would say. Not pretty yeah. often, but like once or twice a week. Yeah. And then if not, I'll hop on a call with a friend from like where we went to school in Chicago or even Ryan's older sister and I are like really close. So we, I would say, have weekly phone calls for like three to four hours Oh my god! <laughs> and drink wine, obviously. So as long as I get my girl time with wine and a little bit of dancing, yeah. I'm good to go. And then you're like a new person. When yeah, you're, new yeah. person. And Ryan's not allowed to come dancing with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel cool. like what happens when he does? Ryan just screams my cell a little bit. No. Is he doing like the cabbage patch next to you and you're like, yeah, I don't know him? I'm not even much of a dancer. That's so it's not, it doesn't even like really. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Yeah. I, I'm fine with her having. But having it's perfect. Size, so, yeah. yeah. He's kind of like back at the table, like, hmm thinking it, yep. it looks like the bubble above his head is like i wonder what time we're gonna go home <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll probably just fall asleep at the table yeah he can pretty much sleep anyway yeah that's true <laughs> oh yeah. my god that's so funny so what about heidi drives you crazy oh, oh like so not not much really. <laughs> not that that drives you crazy but uh i think no, I mean, I, she likes to talk a lot. So, and, and I, I'm pretty quiet in general. So, you know, sometimes I just need to like zone in on work for like a few hours straight and really like buckle down on things. And, but I just um, want to show him the latest dog video that I saw. Talk or, yeah. <laughs> While I'm editing. Cute puppy she saw yesterday. Yeah. Um, and you're like, focus. Yeah. That's, that's about it though, really. Yeah. Cause we focus in different ways. I definitely am one of those people where when I'm editing, I have like a million other things open, but I, cause I like to multitask. Um, Ryan freaks out when he looks at my internet browser and he sees that I have 40 tabs open at the top, but I have a system <laughs> to it. I know what each tab is. There's a reason Ryan only can have like one tab open at a time. <laughs> Wait, it sounds like you guys have a good like yin and yang thing going though. I mean like, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I, so. I mean, yeah, we're we're complete opposites on the Myers Briggs uh, personality type, which was yeah. pretty interesting to find out. But um, but no, yeah, I think it it does work. I I don't think I could be with like a quiet person. I need someone with energy to kind yeah. of um, complement the quietness, I guess. Yeah, so you're a bit more more subdued, and you're the talker. That's cool. I bet that resonates well, also when you're working. I mean, because you can kind yeah. of find. You know, you're probably good at different things if maybe one is pulling back a little bit or. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I mean, it's 
like I was saying earlier, like couples really are into the idea of hiring another couple. They just yeah. like that dynamic. Um, yeah. so we, we, well, we, we just, end up being, we end up just like becoming friends with them by the end of the day. I mean, it, it's just, yeah. it's a good sort of, um, rapport that we develop with them typically. And Heidi has this amazing ability to just sort of befriend anyone almost immediately. And, um, that, that helps a lot on a wedding day when there might be like, you know, high stress and, and things are running behind and things aren't going the way maybe the bride had planned and Heidi's, uh, able to be there and sort of like, yeah. Just be the best friend that can that can calm her down. And even like when we meet couples, I think so we're starting to shoot separate a lot more now too. So it's not like we're both shooting together on the day. But I think just being able to meet us and as the brand and knowing kind of like <clears throat> what we're all about and obviously we care about our couples so much. So even if we're not shooting together, it's the exact same quality and experience that they're gonna get, whether I'm there without Ryan or Ryan's there without me. So we try to like really instill that in them too, yeah. which has been good. Yeah, and fun. how does that work? I mean, that means you used to always shoot every wedding together and now you're doing. Yeah. So we, we both do a lot of commercial work and, um, the, the problem with commercial work is it often books, you know, a week or two before they need to shoot. Um, whereas mm-hmm. wedding is booking like a year out. So, right. um, we, we've sort of, we have to kind of set ourselves up to be able to go and do that commercial work if it's important. Um, so we always tell our couples up front, like it could just be one of us, um, with another shooter or it could be both of us. And, but either way, they're in good hands. Okay. Um, we have a, a bunch of second shooters that we've shot with a ton and they have like their own photography companies. And so we really trust them. Um, so we always tell them that it's not like some random person that right. we're bringing that we don't trust. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what's what's the kind of stuff that you're doing then? Because <clears throat> I gather from looking at your different Instagram accounts that you guys do different commercial work. Yes. Um, yeah, I um, I do a lot of commercial directing work, so it's it's like branded video content. Um, lately, it's been a lot of car work. Um, some. Uh, some stuff in like the, uh, I guess, yeah, beverage, uh, genre. Um, (laughs) so yeah. What does that mean? Sorry to interrupt you, Ryan. What, what does that mean? What you said a lot of directive. Oh, so, um, like, like usually it's like ads, um, or it's like some type of like short story or docu style story that's branded. Um, it's not photography, it's directing. Yes. It's it's all video. It's all video work. So, um, so I, yeah, so I'm repped by a like a production house that uh, helps find me work, and then uh, I direct different jobs that come my way. So direct meaning like you say what should be happening. You're not holding a camera at all. Yeah, no, I normally don't operate. I mean, I have before, and, and sometimes I need to, but typically I have a DP or or a DP has camera operators that do that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like kind of just all the different decisions that go into making something. Um, uh, that I have to kind of determine and, and suss out. Wow. That, that sounds like a completely different yeah. job. I mean, boy. yeah, it's, um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's elements of photography that overlap, uh, and just in yeah. terms of, of directing yeah, people, directing the scene and, yeah. and making, making the ultimate kind of creative decisions about things. But, um, but yeah, I mean, video uh, is, is a totally different world altogether. And then, 
We do videos for weddings too, though. I don't know if yeah. you know that. So no, we, we do photo and video for weddings. So it wasn't like, and I feel like since the very first wedding we've ever shot together, we did photo and video for that wedding. Okay. So it wasn't something that we like picked up later. And then, yeah, I guess, how did you decide that you got really excited, like really into directing? Well, it was like shooting? the, the, the directing work actually was the thing that I left like my full-time job for. It wasn't really wedding photography. I mean, wedding photography was happening at the same time, but, um, but when I initially left a full, my full-time job as an architect, it, it was for, uh, some directing jobs. Um, okay. and so that's what sort of has always been, um, a huge passion of mine and I still keep doing it. So I think ultimately one day it'll be a situation where we're just shooting less weddings, uh, per year and, and I'm able to focus more on the, on the directing stuff. Um, and Heidi shoots commercial stills work, so um, she's doing um, a lot of stuff. I mean, I'll let her talk about it. But uh. <laughs> well, quick question: You said yeah. um, you used to have a full time job as an architect, so that's what you kind of schooled and and did yeah. from. Yeah, we we actually both we we met in architecture school. Um, oh, cool. And, and, uh, and studied, studied together. And then, um, I stopped after my bachelor's and worked in Manhattan, uh, at an architecture firm and she went on to do her master's and then, um, ultimately came to Manhattan to work as well as an architect for a little bit. And so we both left, um, left those jobs to, to do full time, uh, this stuff. So. And this stuff. <laughs> this stuff that we're talking about right yep. now. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. Wait. So first of all, how did you meet? In architecture school, <laughs> specifically. I, well, it was like the first day of class, um, which is like orientation. And I was already in my classroom and I saw... At what school? So Judson University. It's a small private architecture school outside of Chicago. Okay, okay. Really close to where Ryan grew up and far from my home, obviously, in New York. Um so I was in my first class. I was already there and like in walks this tall, blonde, like beautiful man. <laughs> he is. And I know. Oh. And I saw him and I remember thinking, cause I'm from New York. I'm, I dated like short Italian men, you know, like dark, short, stocky. Right. And then I, I saw Ryan and I was like, wow, what is that? Who is that? <laughs> You know what? He looks actually really Swedish. I don't know if you guys have been here, but people are. Everyone's going to assume that you're Swedish. Yeah, I do. I have. have, I think we have some distant relatives in Sweden still. Actually, we were just there for a family vacation, and everyone talks Swedish to him. Yeah, it's. I yeah. No one thinks I'm American when I'm there. No, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, and then but the sad thing was he was in the wrong classroom, and so he had to leave the class. <laughs> I was like, no, like how am I ever going to find this guy? So I definitely our school is super small. I mean, like a thousand people, really small. Yeah, and so I just and the architecture program is even smaller. I think there were sixty people in our program freshman year, and I just stopped him <laughs> and found him <laughs> as you do. I like oh showed up out of his room and was just like talking to him, and then we were dating somehow fast. I, mean, <laughs> I locked it in. Yeah, I mean, over the course of the four years that we were in school together, we had 
a lot of classes together. Yeah, I mean, but not we're, freshman year. Or we're maybe not as much freshman year. It was but. weird because freshman year you start out with the biggest amount of people, and as people drop out, because that's like the nature of architecture, we you start with like yeah sixty, and I think graduated was only thirty or twenty eight or something. Yeah. Wow. So then, yeah, so freshman year, you may not be in the same classes, and then sophomore year, everyone's in the same class. But, yeah. And then, so, yeah. And then so, by yeah. senior year, everyone's dated everyone, and you're kind of like, yeah. right. Boy, <laughs> like, I just locked Ryan down for four years. <laughs> you no, did. Okay. So you. So she shows up at your, like, dorm room, and you're like, hello. Yeah, I think, um, you what was like, it? You were like, no. Well, I went into college. Uh, thinking that I wasn't going to date anyone for a while. And, um, that changed pretty quickly uh, after I met Heidi. <laughs> okay. I, I, it was, um, no, it was really fun. You know, it's like freshman years just have, has all sorts of like fun things happening. You're just meeting new people and you're living on your own away from your parents. And it's just like, um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And, and we all, we actually all shared like Heidi's group of um, friends in like the girls dorm and my group of friends in the guys dorm, we all, we all ended up being like really close friends yeah, throughout still, the next four years. Still so. super close with them. Yeah. So it, was, wow. it, was, yeah. it worked out. Yeah. Oh, so that's that. interesting. Okay. So sorry. That was like a back track. A side, side track. <laughs> side track. So um, you were telling me something. Sorry. I lost the train of thought. Okay. What were you saying? Oh yeah. So we both, we're in architecture and then yeah. Ryan came back to New. Well, Ryan came to New York and then I came back to New York. Cause my family's here. And then Ryan actually quit first, um, architecture for this directing job that he got for oh, Nissan. Right. Yep. And, um, he told me, but we were doing weddings on the set and he always told me like, this would be a great thing to do on the side. It was really fun. Something we could do together, make a little more money because architects really don't make a lot of money, especially in New York. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. But I definitely never thought that we would leave architecture and go into photography. I was just like, we're architects. You know, it's kind of like your identity. And it's been like drilled into you for the past, like, however long. I mean, Ryan's dad's an architect. So pretty much since he could talk, he was like, going to be an architect. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it was weird to kind of like make that transition. So it took me like a full year of Ryan being a freelance like entrepreneur and me being chained to my desk detailing like stairwells and like door jams and bathrooms but I was like okay this isn't very creative to take the plunge what to take that plunge you mean oh yeah exactly so I was like convinced Ryan Ryan was in New Zealand shooting a couple weddings like swimming in lagoons and it was like you know 10 degrees in New York and get, the sun was setting at 4 p.m. I was so depressed. <laughs> I was like, okay. And you're like, wait a minute. There's. <laughs> I'm like, I guess there's something to have, like, making your own um, timeline, being your own boss, and kind of having, like, more yeah. freedoms instead of two, two weeks of vacation a year, you know? Yeah. Corporate America kind of sucks. Oh, and just, like, commuting. And, I mean, yeah, I lived totally. in New York, so I kind of know that it's, it's high stress, I mean, in terms of. Just oh, being. definitely. Yeah, it definitely wears on you. I mean, doing the, you know, yeah. the, the grind every day in and out of the city and stuff like that. It, it can, it can definitely suck the energy out of you for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, my commute wasn't even that bad. It was only 15 minutes, but it's just so many people and you kind of are like, yeah, 
It can be really hot in the subways. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh my God. I yeah. saw on TV the other day it was just like a, like a small video from subway New York. And I could like, I could feel the heat. I was yes. my husband, I'm like, yes. can you just remember how that like, where you're just like sticky all over because oh. you're so sweaty on the subway. Just, like, and it was like, beads of drip, yeah, like, beads of sweat dripping down your face. Yeah. And on just let it happen. <laughs> so how did you Ryan get from, I mean, okay, you're in, in architecture school. You're like kind of dabbling on the side to like swimming in lagoons. What, how did like that leap happen? Which for probably most photographers take like takes maybe 10 years or something. Yeah, I mean, you mean away from the full-time job or just my mindset of the whole thing? Well, I mean, like, from this is something I dabble in to being yeah. so good that you're being yeah. hired to, like, go all around the world and, like, to, to like, how did you get there? Um I think, well, when I was working at the architecture firm in Manhattan, I was there for a couple of years, and I would say for the first year, I still thought I was I was going to be an architect and um, still wanted to, to do that, but... Um, I started to just see a lot of the kind of the lifestyle that, um, some of the older people in the office, uh, had and, and how just stressful and long hours and little vacation. And, um, it's just, yeah, there's just a lot of kind of compounding factors that started to make it seem like, you know, working at like a, a big commercial firm is, is maybe not the path that I want to, that I want to take. And, and my dad, who's an architect, he, just has a very small practice and kind of started to realize if I was going to stay in architecture, I'd probably want to do something like what he does, which he has a lot of freedom over his mm -hmm. work, uh, creative control. And, um, he basically just, you know, plans his own life out. Uh, no one really dictates anything for him. So I started seeing that as what I was most attracted to, not necessarily the architecture side of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so through doing some like, different projects, um, at that firm, it led me to this, this bigger, um, advertising job out in LA directing some, some commercials for Nissan. And, and that's your best friend. Let's say. Yeah. And, and my good friend who works at the ad agency that, uh, hired me, um, you know, I was able to live with him for a little while and it kind of just all worked out. So and he's that's the one that pitched you on that project. Yeah. That's sort of what kicked it all off. And, yeah. um, and yeah, like I was saying, like weddings were, were, we were shooting weddings a little bit at that point. It was still very much on the side. Uh -huh. uh, but it wasn't until after that point that we started to realize that like, no, let's, you know, weddings can definitely be our full-time thing. And, and you did um, that video for, for class. Yeah. It's a massive video. You did. Yeah. We, yeah. So like while I was at the architecture firm, I was doing different video work that sort of led me to be able to get that, um, that first big advertising job. So um, so you had some big assignment that kind of put your name out there. Cause I'm, I'm also thinking like, how do you go from just doing something on the side while you were doing directing work to booking all these high end, like higher end weddings? Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time we had the weddings were, you know, it was just like word of mouth and like people, like they were just friends, weddings and friends of friends. So it wasn't, um, like we weren't shooting like these, you know, incredible weddings at the time. Like there, I mean, a lot of them were really great and everything, but it's not like a lot of the work that we do now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was just more of like, Hey, like, Hey, I have a friend that has a camera right. can shoot a wedding. And then Heidi had started shooting me with me from the very beginning. Um, so we, we've been shooting together for, um, I think it was just like the second or third wedding that I'd ever done. Heidi started, um, 
And I was very much it, so. like annoyed. I didn't, I wasn't really like into it. Ryan's like, here's the camera, you know, go take some photos of the bride getting ready. And I'm like, okay. And then I was thinking in my head, like, this isn't what I want to do. Like, I, you know, I'll help you out. But then I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. And I, you realize that taking photos isn't just documenting. You can really experiment and be super creative like you are in architecture. You're, like, designing through the camera, if that makes sense. And I never really thought you could do that. Yeah. And we just like were thrown into it. And Ryan was super creative with the way he was doing. Um, I think it was an engagement shoot. You did photo and video for the engagement shoot. And I remember seeing the video and thinking that was like really different, like something I've never seen before. And I really liked the way you played with shapes and lines and light and everything like that. I thought it was really interesting. So it was really fun. And then, yeah. and then as far as traveling, we're really fortunate to have belong to this network of photographers, you know, being in New York is like such an incredible place because so many international wedding photographers come here. And so our really good friends at Bailey and Moore were in Brooklyn and they reached out to us and they're like, Hey, you know, we're wedding photographers too. We're from New Zealand. like, let's get a drink. And so we did. And talking to them, they were like, why don't you guys come to New Zealand and shoot some weddings during our summer, your winter. And that never even occurred to us because I think, I, I mean, I'm sure it's changing now, but American culture, we don't really think like, oh, let's travel the world and do this. I don't know. It's just not yeah. a second nature. Whereas Kiwis, like New Zealanders, the second they can travel, they're like, get me out of New Zealand, you know, and they're like going to Europe and going to Asia everywhere. It's so inspiring to me. So that was like a really eye opening dinner with them and now they're like some of our closest friends and you know it kind of got the ball rolling and motivated us to like reach out to more of that international market okay yeah. and so pretty quickly you were traveling all the time yeah. it seems um, like yeah i would say like the the new zealand weddings that we've been doing for the past four winters we've been going there kind of doing a, a small season there and then um and then, yeah, just sort of random destination weddings. Like, a lot of couples get married in the Caribbean um, mm -hmm. if they're from the East Coast. So It's really easy to get down there. Yeah, so, like, a, you know, a lot of, for instance, like, New York couples will, will have a wedding in, in Jamaica or somewhere like that and uh, hire us to come down with them. So, um, <laughs> it's it's worked out. Awesome. It's worked out. <laughs> yeah, it's worked out really I, well. I like that, yeah. Um, yes, please. <laughs> so, uh, how cool is that? I mean, I don't, <clears throat> how old are you guys, by the way? I was just, uh, 29, 29. Oh my God. In your twenties. I know. <laughs> but like just being able to, and just do this together. I mean, it's, that's so awesome. I think that makes it like the only way it's doable. If like we couldn't do it together, we wouldn't be doing it. It'd be hard for sure. I mean, you know, I talk with a lot of photographers who shoot, solo and and um who travel who travel a lot and they, they, they definitely talk a lot about how it's hard to be away from you know family for that long yeah. and, and it's totally i can totally understand that yeah. um so we are lucky that we get to sort of be together the whole time and um i think at this point though we're, we're really just trying to stay a little bit more local um for a lot of our weddings going forward um i mean we'll still travel every now and then but 
Um, I think really the focus now is to stay home and keep the wedding schedule a little bit more calm and simple um, so that our, we're more open for commercial work. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I was just about to ask, what's the reason for that? And why is the lamp behind you moving? Is there like an earthquake? Oh, the air conditioner. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I was like, I was about to say like... Getting we're having an earthquake here. right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, it's right. You see this. Um, yeah. This, okay. Like, the vent. These are the vents and they blow right onto it. And I tell Ryan this all the time. When I sit like right where we're sitting right now and I have this draft on my back. Yeah. So I'm always turning the air conditioning off <laughs> and Ryan gets so mad. That's probably one of our biggest arguments is I like things really yeah. warm and Ryan likes things really cold. That might really be cold. the most consistent um, point of contention between us. Okay. Especially the, in the, the car. The of the, of the <laughs> Ryan will have the air conditioning on in the car and I'll have the seat heater on on my side. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why he's always so hot. I think when are they going to make a car that has like two completely different ecosystems for like driver and passenger side? It doesn't uh, they, work. I feel like this is they not know. the first like, They say they have it, but I, I don't know that might. Because I've tried it on ours. There's like a dual system does not work. Right. No, it just is not. It's not a hundred percent. turn off all the vents and push them towards Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. I didn't mean to like break up the discussion, but like all of a sudden the lamp. So like, like what's happening? The ceiling lamp is like dangling. I'm like, it's, okay, yeah, yeah, it's, take yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Take cover. <laughs> oh, worse than ever. So, um, what were you doing in Sweden, Heidi? Oh you yeah. Said you so, were there last summer or here. Yes. Or so this summer. Um, oh, my this summer. family really loves taking, well, my parents love taking us on family vacations pretty consistently every year. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, this past year, my dad or this summer, he really wanted us to go to Norway. So we did a cruise of fjords, which was unbelievable. And then we, uh, yes, that's yeah. the exact one we did. Yeah. yeah that's you say it much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was unbelievable. I would recommend it to anyone because it was really pretty incredible. And then um, we went to Stockholm for like four days, I yeah. think, and saw the old city and was just, I was so blown away by Stockholm. I'm so excited to be going back in October because yeah. I, I don't even know what I was picturing in my head, but when I went there... I was just like obsessed. I think we could like live there. It's such an awesome city. Yeah, for sure. You would oh, it's definitely, right. it's definitely right up there with any other great city that we've I been to. I didn't think it was like going to be that big or something. And then have the crazy architecture that it has. And the old city is like a little nugget, like right in the middle of the city. That's so cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like super old. And it's so like, old. Yeah, I know. It's like crazy old. It's not I even like. I just want to like lay nervous. on the streets and like close my eyes and just imagine that being back in time. Um, we don't have that in the U.S., no, you know? No, you don't. And unfortunately, there were like a ton of bloodbaths in that old town. Like you would think it'd be. But wow. I, I mean, I totally agree. I get like sensations of like horse carriages and like people yeah. carrying like wooden buckets. But uh, but also a lot of like just so brutal. Yeah, brutal stuff like blood baths and, you know, obviously like disease and I mean, probably really rough times. But yeah, right. but it. sorry, I just ruined it. We up. went and saw the we went and saw the Vasa, cool. that massive ship, and that blew my mind. That was we crazy. had no idea that it was that was like a perfectly pristine 
shipped in the 1600s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It was pretty nuts. Such a, um, like, anticlimactic first voyage, but yeah. I mean, like, I know, the museum, the, and you're kind of like... That, because it was kept so pristine then, if it got, like, yeah. blown up in a battle and then sunk to the bottom, yeah, it well, wouldn't be as intact. Aside right. from, like, yeah. the 50 people that died. It was, oh, yeah. yeah, aside yeah. from that. But no, yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. Um, that's, that's really cool. So you, you you go like with your parents and your family and. Yeah. So Ryan comes with, so I have three brothers and okay. so there's a big wow. crew of us and two. So my, my younger brother's married and I'm married and then we have my two other brothers. So that's, um, eight of us. We travel together pretty well. It's really, really fun. The year before we went to Russia, wow. Moscow and St. Petersburg, which is really fun. And, um, then we do some like relaxing trips too. Like, uh, the year before that, I think we went to Disney world, which was really fun. Cause, um, I have a brother with down syndrome and it's his favorite place on earth. I'm pretty sure he asks us like once a month if we're going to Disney world. So we like to throw oh. in a Disney world vacation with him once in a while. Cause he's just like, like he's crazy. elated. The whole loves time. it. Oh, and he loves amazing. it when the whole family's together and goes, it means like the world to him. So that's fine. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. And so yeah. do you see them even like on a daily, not daily basis, but like pretty regularly if they're on we're in New York. So my parents live like a half an hour to 45 minute drive away from us, which is super convenient, like right out on Long Island. And my, my one brother lives with them. And so, yeah, if we're here and it's not too crazy, like it's every other week, we'll go out and spend a couple nights there. And then in the winter, like this December, we'll probably go out and stay like three weeks with them over the holidays or something like that. And they still live in the house that I grew up in. So it's really, really nice to go there. I, yeah. I actually don't know that many people that can spend that much time with their own family. I mean, that sounds crazy. But... <laughs> it's true. It's really true. Right? Or kind of rare. Ryan with his in-laws. But... Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty, I feel, I feel really lucky that Heidi has the, the parents that she does just because we, we've become... I mean, they're like good, just good friends of ours, let alone parents, you know I mean? Yeah. And I feel the same way about Ryan's parents too. They live in Chicago, so we don't get to see them as much, but I don't really get tired of them. Like hanging out with them. I just, it's like fun. They're like friends. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, we're really, really fortunate. Yeah. Where, yeah. where in Chicago did you grow up, Ryan? Uh, just outside of Chicago, actually, um, in a small uh, town called St. Charles. And, okay. um, yeah, that, I did live in Chicago for a little bit and, now, like a lot of our family and friends live in Chicago, so his we mom try to get... lives right downtown. In yeah, this my... beautiful apartment. Yeah, my mom lives in the city, and then my sister lives there, and uh, my other sister lives just outside the city. So oh, it's wow. nice. We, we do get back every now and then. It's good to see everyone. Yeah. I I um I grew up in Schaumburg. Then you know that. Oh if my you're from gosh! Oh, okay. You grew up in Schaumburg. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's and my brother-in-law is from St. Charles, actually. Oh, <laughs> and uh, they live in my, so my sister and brother-in-law now live in, they just moved to Crystal Lake, but so they're still kind of in that area. Yeah. yeah we are very familiar with Sean. My, my dad lives in West Dundee, so okay, uh, yeah. not far. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so when did, when did you leave Schaumburg? Um, I left, um, I guess when I went to off to, to college. So cool. that was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> Let's yeah. just leave it at that. No, yeah. I guess like um, 99. And where was college for you? 
University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's a good school. That's yeah. where, I mean, as oh, you know, that's where most of the Chicago suburban uh, yeah. kids go. So Smart uh, kids. Like, let's just say yeah. really smart kids. That's where they usually go. Oh, for right. sure. Like, <laughs> almost all my friends, like, like a lot of them did engineering and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they yeah, all engineering there. is huge there. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> my attempt at a bad joke. Um, oh. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, no, really smart. Go there. Like, and I'm like, no, I mean, yeah. It's the full gamut. I'm not that smart. What's yeah, a it's state? the full gamut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a state school. <laughs> I mean, they have, you can have the smart kids and the not so smart kids. There you it's go. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I think, yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, that's interesting because I, I feel like we speak the same kind of dialect a little bit yeah but maybe that's why i've lost it a little bit yeah so, I, I hear like a little bit of like almost a swedish like swaying to like some of your words i don't know if that's how long have you been in stockholm well so i'm i'm swedish like from the beginning but okay. then grew up um in schomburg and then okay. back to sweden so i've been back here for 16 years so it is like for me when I speak English, yeah, it's that like Chicago accent, probably, yeah, but I, with that, a bit I, of a sweet. I mean, I'm not used to speaking it. I almost never speak English now. I mean, unless I'm yeah. talking to my. Well, that's not true. I talk to my sister every day, and we speak English oh, to each other every day. Oh, cool. Where does she live? She's okay. in Pasolik, you said. Uh, that's yeah, one. Fun. Yeah, it's the other sister that I talk to um, daily, and she's in Sweden. So we oh, she's talk. In Sweden. Yeah, Hi. but it's it's mostly like, I mean. <laughs> sister talk we're not even like yeah. talking we're just like making noises and like laughing yeah, I, not, no, I, so, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it it's just like no i, I totally get it an hour of inside jokes and then yeah my exactly. husband's like well, you guys aren't even saying anything why are you laughing so much? Yeah. yeah so anyways so what's on the forefront for you guys now let's see it's um it's summer is like, have you been like crazy busy summer weddings crazy. and commercial stuff, or yeah, do you have um, like a calm patch coming up, or is it worse <laughs> than ever? Well, Aww. we're leading. You know, we were uh, one half of the organizers for a big uh, right. conference called workshop, um, and York, yeah. yeah, that's in New York in September. So we're we're just leading up to the final uh, few weeks of planning here and. That's um, right. Tell me about this, workshop. I mean, I I read about it online. It looks super amazing. But explain what it is. Yeah, it started, so Lev Cooperman and us did a workshop last year, just a really small one, fifteen person workshop in Brooklyn. Really? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. Le, Lev Cooperman, <laughs> both of us uh, did a workshop, and um, we uh, it was really it was really fun, and we enjoyed it, and people seemed to like really be wanting. Um, more educational things on the East Coast, and it kind of just grew out of that. So it was just like a bunch of friends, and uh, we asked them to come and teach, and um, ended up turning into quite a big thing um, very quickly. And uh, we wanted to structure it in a way that it would be like small classes, like the one that we taught um, last year, and then there would also be like bigger sort of keynote type presentations at night from um, non-wedding photographers. And artists, other artists as well. So that's sort of how, that was sort of the preliminary idea behind it all. And, um, and it kind of just, uh, eventually snowballed into this giant thing, um, that is turning into a lot of work, but uh, we're really, (laughs) uh, we're really pumped for it. And what kind of like classes, what were they about? What were like the topics that you led? 
we mostly just let it uh, let the, the teachers um, pick their own topics, the topics that they're passionate about teaching. Mm-hmm. And so um, they they range from everything from just uh, living a creative life to editing to shooting, um, business stuff, um, working on personal work. Um, there's they're really like kind of the full gamut of things that you would um, – that you might want to learn about. And so people have a good selection to sort of, um, choose from and, uh, and kind of create their own experience, I guess, in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the key, everyone will come back together in the evenings for keynotes from, um, some bigger name, non-wedding, um, photographers and artists. So, uh, yeah, it should be, uh, it should be fun. And that's in just like, few days two a week weeks. yeah that's in, yeah, yeah just about two weeks now so we're um september 13th yeah it's uh yeah Nor- nordica the nordica guys are coming out to do a yeah, class and, yeah cole told me that they're going yeah back. and um some other actually some other way up north speakers are teaching so we're we're really excited okay that's that's really cool and what are you what's your role in that whole process just like so, the host yeah ryan so now Ryan, for this one, Ryan and Lev are really spearheading and just hosting the whole thing. Um, I'm not going to be really a part of the hosting, but I'm teaching one of the classes, which is a live shoot. Um, it's like a fashion and beauty shoot. I'm going to kind of show people ways that, you know, how do you kind of transfer from shooting wedding photography and do it for commercial work in fashion and beauty? Because that's what I'm passionate about. And yeah, so I'm setting up. There's two classes, one on um, each day, and I'm setting up with a model and clothing and stuff. So hopefully my attendees will get some good photos for their book if they're looking to, like, expand their portfolio. I'm just kind of, like, bring them through it. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm, then- I'm glad you brought that up, Heidi, because I realized that what I wanted to ask you earlier, we talked about kind of what Ryan was doing other oh, than yeah. wedding photography was your fashion stuff, which is huge. I mean, it's I mean, gorgeous. I'm really, it's pretty, like, new-ish. Like, I've been shooting it for a while, but starting to, like, really branch off and do it more. It's been hard because we're, we have so much work with the weddings and to try to even think about a time to set aside, to set up the shoots and to contact brands and to reach out to the right people to get these shoots going has been a lot of work, but I was able to launch my site in the beginning of the summer, which I'm really excited about. And now I've been able to talk with a ton of different brands. I think being in New York is so incredible for the fashion and beauty industry. There's so many emerging brands here that are perfect for me for right now. I love working with new brands and they're just so fresh and so much energy that they want to put into these shoots. And you know, they're not, kind of stale and just, you know, sticking to the same thing that they've been doing forever because they're, they are new and they're trying to find their own identity. So it's been really fun. Like I've worked with a lot of really interesting people and like really great creatives. So I hope that this upcoming year I can do a lot more of that. Um, like really, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, we're not going back to New Zealand this winter, which is really sad, but also kind of necessary and necessary evil to like focus more on that. Okay. So what would you say then is your like, um, oh God, what's the word in English now? I lost it. We would say, we would call it like your, your like imagery, your, your like visual language in the fashion world. Is it very similar to your wedding stuff or Um, is it? 
what's your like I, identity there? Would you say, how would you describe it? I definitely, well, it, I could go, you know, if someone came to me with, um, an inspiration board and it was very different from what I typically lean to, but would want to get into that, I would do that too. But if I could just pick my own kind of, like you were saying, like style, definitely a little bit more edgy okay. and, um, like dark, but also just, I really love working with natural light not really doing studio mm-hmm. lighting, which I think maybe I would want to dapple in that and look into it, but I just love working in naturally lit spaces and, um, yeah, a little bit darker, not so much pretty, not like mm-hmm. pastels and like fields and sunshine, but a little bit maybe on the darker side, not to say that I wouldn't also love doing like a prettier shoot depending on what the brand wants. But so but, your ideal yeah. location, is it outdoors? Is it in like some sort of maybe just something? Space? Yeah. Something really interesting, like, um, architectural would be great. You know, we love shooting and like old warehouses, um, or even just like a clean white room that has beautiful natural light in there. Yeah. Outside of an old, um, old building, you know, being in Brooklyn, New York is just like constant inspiration and locations for that. You know, you're just always wanting to explore and find these like pockets of light and sun and these really dark grungy spaces I think that's mm-hmm. so interesting and then the play of fashion with that like with whatever the clothing is kind of projecting and the juxtaposition if you have some like really bright vibrant architectural clothing in like a really dark gray space can be really fascinating beautiful yeah um, but yeah I just I think I'd be down to explore like anything like even if someone just wanted to shoot at a house like some really beautifully designed mid-century modern home I would just drool you know that would be like in Palm Springs at one of those homes I would (laughs) love to do a shoot there oh wow we'll see and do you bring your fashion like eye to the weddings do you feel I guess both of you are doing stuff that kind of crosses over I mean well you're probably not allowed to direct like the wedding ceremony ryan but <laughs> you can direct the couple during the during like the shoot. rolling yeah. so, like let's do that again yeah. that was awful like just seriously yeah. go down the aisle again um <laughs> this time don't cry yeah <laughs> no crying is good right yeah that's <laughs> yeah, a pretty crying. cry yeah cue uh, tears yeah, yeah i i think i mean i can i can speak for uh i guess looking at it um, looking at, at Heidi and the way she works, I, I see I see her um, passion for uh, sort of fashion and beauty photography coming through in the wedding stuff big time. I mean, there's so much uh, that I still have to learn about that stuff that that she's teaching me and um, that I learned from watching her shoot. And I think there's something to be said for kind of just knowing, um, uh, just knowing, I guess the dress and knowing the the hair and makeup and all those things that go into the bride getting ready that she can relate to a lot more than, Mm -hmm. than I can. Um, uh, so it's always, I guess, interesting for me to see her work in that way. Cause, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I have a lot to learn in that, in that realm still. So. And that's cool. I bet the brides especially, but also grooms must love that to really, I mean, get that, that eye 
for for their big fat. I mean, it's a huge kind of a fashion deal I, for them too. And yeah, I, exactly. They, uh, Brian Groom on their wedding day. That's like they really want to look good. You know, that's like whether it's the groom with a really awesome suit. You know, he wants to look like a baller. He wants to look like he could be in GQ, you know, yeah, and we want, definitely. you want him to feel comfortable and you want him to feel confident. So putting him in like different like poses or, you know, from something as simple as being like, throw your hand in your pocket versus just letting a dead hand dangle out the bottom of your sleeve at your side, you know, it's just yeah. always, you know, just tiny little things that helps. Um, Everyone so yeah, wants to look cool and beautiful. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And also effortless, you know, you don't want to look stiff and stale. So it's like, when you're able to really bring that out of your client, I think they really like that. But Ryan's so good at it too. Like you have such good taste. So you're and pretty, you're, you're pretty on, on oh, it, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. And then I, I will have to say from like a director's viewpoint for you, you're always thinking like of the next thing. Like, I think you're like very, um, like forward thinking. So like we're in the middle of a shoot, your mind is constantly like on the next thing. And you'll, I love it when Ryan's like, okay guys, like I have a plan <laughs> or he like gets super inspired by something on the day of, which like doesn't always happen. You know, like sometimes, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll be getting great stuff, but it's not like Ryan will be like, okay, I have this great idea. <laughs> when as I get so excited because I'm like, Oh, what is he seeing that I'm not seeing? And then when we, when you get to the spot, I like know exactly what he's thinking and I get so excited. Oh, yeah. cool. So are yeah. you then Ryan seeing it more as kind of like a cohesive story because of that? Do you think? Um, yeah, yeah, maybe that's, that's what's happening. I, there's definitely a, like an element of sequencing and um, thinking about how shots uh, sort of stream together because mm-hmm. um, that's what uh, a lot of what I'm thinking about when I'm directing. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, that there probably is an element of, of that that's happening on a wedding day as well. Um, what's the what's the like uh, craziest kind of when you've said that, like, OK, wait, I have an idea <laughs> that <laughs> usually when Ryan wants to make the couple go out in like the most dangerous location. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I wouldn't even consider them going out there. Um, yeah, there's the, I, maybe that would be, and I, I don't know if I can think of any specific examples, well, but there are times when maybe it is borderline risky, you know, I don't know. Like we, we were shooting a wedding in New York city and when we were looking, it was in like, Tribeca maybe or something like that and it was such a beautiful venue and like the cobblestone streets and just great you know potential for street photography so when we got that wedding I was like oh cool like this is like endless options for beautiful awesome photos and Ryan's like I think we should find I think we should reach out to our friend who's a construction he's a contractor he's like and try to find an old you know, building that's under construction right now and like shoot them in that. And I was like, okay, random. So he like (laughs) found one in Chinatown and we made the bride and groom walk eight flights in their suit and like dress and heels to get to this rooftop and then shot them in a room that probably had like asbestos in it. But it was so cool. (laughs) that like, it was just like such a great location. So I think even just thinking like that, yeah, was like, I mean, the bride and groom were fully on board. Oh yeah, they were excited. We, they were we, into it. We don't force people. No, but I, I just imagine like, okay, you two are like adorable couple. They meet you in the apartment. <laughs> they like 
happily, you know, sign all these waivers like, oh, you know, what could we possibly be doing? Like, yes, I, they have no responsibility for our life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah sure, whatever. Like and then that. like, yeah. they show up day of and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, you don't have to, but we strongly suggest if you want good photos, you'll do this. <laughs> you will stand on this ledge and Yeah, uh, exactly. Totally. Yeah, you will like dodge these like nails sticking out of the right. ground in this building. I mean the reality is like all the all these I mean ninety nine percent of our couples are incredible and they just trust us and they and they're totally down for just going for it. So yeah, we're, we're really lucky. We're lucky in that regard that people just um, trust us. But we also like to, I think, with our website, a lot of the photos that we kind of put out there are the more adventurous shots. Right. So right. we hope in doing that that we attract the couples that like doing the adventures, you know, and so they're not surprised that that's what we want to ask from them. You know, there's going to be bugs in your wedding gown, and that's okay. You know, yeah, your wedding yeah. gown's going to get dirty. That's the whole point. So. Yeah, we've gotten some really great brides. Yeah. They would yeah. be disappointed if there was no danger involved, maybe. Yeah, I think I would hope so that they'd be disappointed. Yeah. We definitely yeah, there's definitely couples uh that we find um they are like waiting for us to ask us to do something um crazy or like get yeah, yeah get their dress dirty a little bit yeah. or yeah. climb up a tree or something like that. So a bride will literally tell Ryan if Ryan's just like standing there kind of looking around, like trying to get an idea of what shot's next. And if his eyes just like glaze over a tree, she'll be like, you want me to get in that tree, Ryan? <laughs> like, I'll go get in that tree. And it's so funny because we're like, uh, no, we're not even like thinking that, you know, but they're like so eager. I like, like love that. They're like putty in your hands. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm. They're like, where do you want me to go, Ryan? I'll hang. I'll hang from the tree. Yeah. yeah. So does that happen on shoots that you kind of like take a pause and like, okay, what's, what should we do now? I mean, you don't it's know. light sometimes, uh, you know. Yeah, definitely changes. like sometimes like a, a quick like mini scouting session like if we go to an area where we haven't seen or something like that we'll we'll like take a you know take a minute to make sure that whatever our next move is with them is the right one uh, and it's pretty nice because the way we work together like um and even with our second shooters i'm kind of like this too because i and ryan too like we'll always like i said work with someone that has a similar relationship where if i'm shooting the couple and i'm like i have an idea so i'm just like working with them ryan can be on the side for a second thinking about, okay, what do I, what do I think next? And then, then he'll take them to this next place. And then I'll be on the side thinking like, okay, now I have an idea and you kind of go in and out and in and out like that. And so it's really nice. So for the couple, it's not like they're sitting there like, Oh, what are we doing? It's like very fluid and very kind of like, you're constantly pulling them to different ideas. And even when you, even if you shot at a venue multiple times, you get there and you're like, how can I see this differently? How can I do this better? Or what is different about the light this time? that I want to like treat it differently. Right. So even, yeah, just for like a second, like Ryan was saying, you'll just do like a mini scout in your mind of like what could work. And it's great. Yeah. Cause I think when you work alone, I bet a lot of photographers would agree that there is this feeling of it. You, it's hard to kind of shoot and, be like creative in the next step at the same time you have to kind totally. of like you sometimes you want to like just step back and look at the light and be like okay what am mm-hmm. i missing do i right because you kind I mean, of the shots in your head like okay yeah. have i got yeah. enough tights or have i gotten enough wides well, I, I mean say- even on an engagement shoots because we don't we don't shoot engagement shoots together um but uh yeah i find myself doing that a lot just taking a second to uh, just asking them hey just hang tight here while i go look at this and 
Yeah. And then even I, I found that like even when you do that, you you catch the couple in a moment. That, yeah, that they um, like have a downtime. You had a plan for, and they they had a plan for, but there's some uh, nice uh, I don't know, just some nice way that she's smiling at them or something. Yeah. And you can capture that because they don't know that you're cheating right. or something like they that. Did, so. uh, like as soon as you stop photographing, they do something that feels yeah. really authentic, and you're like, wait, do yeah. That. yeah, 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 that's stay right there. Yeah. It's like also can be really tiring, not even just for like thinking creatively while you're shooting. I don't even think it's that it's making, it's having a relationship with the couple and shooting. Like I'm con- and Ryan's constantly, we're making jokes. We're asking them questions. We're having a conversation with them while we're shooting. So that's when it's hard. It's really hard to be having this whole conversation going with them while also thinking creatively Mm -hmm. so that I think is the hardest I think that would be the most taxing on your creative mind where like that's what I find in engagement shoots too because you know we're with a couple for like an hour and a half to two hours so you have to have like you don't really want to have like an awkward silence you want to be able to have like a great conversation by the Mm -hmm. end of it I know the name of their pets I know where they grew up I know you know where their favorite vacation was like childhood memories like I just have to always and I think I probably have a problem with never wanting an awkward silence, you know, I probably could be like, let it go a little bit more. But then you're like, your mind is kind of racing because you're doing completely two different conversations in your head. One is with the client and then one's with yourself thinking, mm-hmm. what shots do I want to get? Mm-hmm. And what how do I make this more? Yeah. Like, how what do can I, I do go? Next? Yeah. Do something next, new, yeah. fresh. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you so, don't yeah. fall into the rut. And how, how do you guys do this too, in terms of you know, the business behind and we're just in general, like s- dividing up tasks. I mean, um, yeah, like I mean, most, like we decided it's just easier for one of us to take like all the inquiries and like just emails with all the clients. So I handle all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Heidi, um, handles, uh, like all the video editing. Um, so we balance it out with photo editing. Uh, we, we split it up kind of evenly. Okay. Um, so yeah, we try to like divide up tasks like that, but, um, and then if we, if I like shoot a couple for their engagement photos, they usually do that like a year before the wedding. So they kind of become like my couple almost. And if Ryan should think engagement photos are kind of his couple because mm-hmm. we have that relationship. So then from there on out, like I know I handle like their timeline and I handle like all the front end of like wedding planning kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you handle before, like up to booking. Yeah. Like yeah. And, stuff, yeah. and by the way, you're like super, you're so fast. To, I mean, through us trying to arrange this, oh. obviously, you're so good <laughs> at answering like, emails like, and like so fast and just very. Um, yeah, I guess like I just find that it's Why when, I, when something comes in, it's just easiest to just reply right away rather than. Let it sit. Because, I mean, there are still emails where if you procrastinate after a few days, you might even wait another week. And it'll just kind of get worse yeah. and worse. Yeah, we just try to stay on top of it as much as we can. Yeah, compliments to you on and like, that one. Everybody appreciates it. You know, yeah. I appreciate it when someone responds to me. So our couples love it when Ryan responds right away. And even with, like, anyone we're trying to collaborate collaborate with in the industry, whether it's, like, a meeting or whatever, like, just let me know. Don't like. Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine a good chunk of our couples who book us um, do so because of how fast we respond. Um, 
I mean, we, we get that they tell that to us all the time. <laughs> they do. Okay. Where we, we will have already had like 20 emails back and forth by the time another photographer even sends their pricing. So yeah, um, there's definitely like huge advantage in that just sort of like marketing business point yeah. of view. Yeah. I'm like, should be taking notes right now. Seriously, <laughs> I could do that a lot better. <laughs> it's, I, I, better the about that. thing is, though, it's a little unfair. There's two of us. So yes, she yes. can be editing. I might be able to focus on emails yes. a little more. So. It does help when, when we can. Huge split. advantage, yeah, but really good when it works. Like, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Are, are, you guys mentioned engagement shoots a lot, and I noticed that you have a lot of that stuff also online. It does ever, do you do an engagement shoot for all of your couples? Is well, it like included no, or? So, is, it's not. Power, oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's not included, um, but a lot of American couples really like it. We've, talked with our um like international friends and i guess it's not that common like even in new zealand like you know danelle we were talking with her and she's like our couples never want to do engagement sessions but so it must be more of an american thing maybe Maybe like a quarter of them you think a quarter i was thinking like a third but i guess that's pretty close (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking a little i was thinking a little more than a quarter something Um, like that you don't let's say 28 percent yeah (laughs) 28.9 that's right yeah no, and it's, yeah, it's good if a couple's really into it. You know, we've definitely had couples before where you can tell that the bride is really into it and the groom is, like, not, mm-hmm. and then that's difficult. So, luckily now, I think we've gotten it down to where if a couple's going to do it, they're really into it. We'll pick an awesome location. Mm-hmm. We'll be very, like, um, kind of involved in the location and, like, direction like creative direction of the shoot and then i think they get really excited and then we get excited about it so it's good we shot in some pretty awesome spots yeah wow that's cool and then they're they're usually pretty different than the wedding day photos or they can't um, can, it depends on what they want yeah some, i would say normally we do push our couples to do something so if they're doing like an upstate uh wedding that's you know in the woods or something like that we might push them to do something in, in like brooklyn that's a little bit more urban yeah. Uh, Even like a different time of year, if they're getting married in the fall, let's shoot in the summer or, yeah. you know, vice versa. So. Oh, so cool. I love Brooklyn too. I mean, it's such a cool area. Wh- which part of Brooklyn? You're in Park Slope or? Uh, we're in Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Okay. Yeah. Where did you live when you were in New York? I was in the West Village. Oh, oh okay. That's amazing. That's Obviously, like life goals. <laughs> it's what? Life goals. <laughs> well, yeah, it was temporary. So maybe <laughs> a little bit different than being there long term. But yeah, um, the last thing, because I we've been talking for a while. So we're going to have to wrap it up soon, even though sure. I'm having like a blast. But I wanted to ask you about um, fog. Oh, Fog. Fog. I love this. <laughs> what? What about? Yeah, that? I mean, I see it in a lot of your shots. It's a, like a maybe. Oh. You know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's a word oh. in Swedish that I. It's like this, not necessarily fog, but like that kind of like a mist. Almost? Yeah, mist. Maybe is the right mist. word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess some of it. You know, like, I'm just thinking, like, the, the shoot we did in, in Czech Republic. I mean, sometimes we just hit good weather, and it's just really, like, atmospheric, or, like, a cloud rolls in, yeah. and you're on a mountain. Um, so sometimes really it just, like it just it. happens uh, sort of naturally. Okay. Um, and then sometimes unnaturally. <laughs> well, like, I mean, at one wedding, and it's not like we have, you know... We, we don't like, do this a lot. I think we've only, like, posted, like, one image from yeah. it. It's not on our website or anything. But, like, we... We like filled an entire forest with like smoke bombs. 
Oh, really? And, okay. Um, yeah. And just because we knew the forest going into it, and we thought that that would be really cool to make it look like there was like a morning mist rolling in. Yeah. So instead of like show, you know, showing that it's a smoke bomb, more of just like filling the air with something thick so that the light would hit it. And, yeah. Um, is that the shot of a couple walking, walking into, it's like a black like and white shot? Yeah, yes, from behind, is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the only time we've done it, but... Um, well, for the engagement shoot with the red dress, in yeah, the, guess, that looked more smoke bomb but yeah. at the end of using the smoke bombs, there was like a beautiful like haze just like sitting low on the ground. That That was like the best part of it, you know, just like making it feel more like that was just the nature that was happening at the time. Yeah. But and we don't shy away I, from it if it is like raining outside, you know, if you know that it's going to be like a more of like a wet day, we'll tell the bride and groom, like this will be awesome for photos. Like you just maybe a little damp, like we're down. If you're down, yeah. they're always down. Yeah. So, sure. you know, if it's, if it's going to rain, you're like, there will be some kind of haze or fog coming in. Depending yeah, on like the think, heat factor. I think it's also just like prepping the client to know that if something kind of crazy happens with the weather, that um, we should just embrace it. That and, could be and a good go have, thing. And yeah. go have fun with it. Yeah. Um, and if we're really lucky, we'll get some cool mist. Yeah. 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 And then That's just sort cool. of answer whatever's happening. I love that. I was so inspired by your images. I <clears throat> Today was a super rainy day here, and I like drove out and took a bunch of like fog. <laughs> you did? That's nice. I, I didn't put it together until like, uh, like right before we spoke now or, you know, called yeah. each other. I was like, I'm such a dork. Like I literally <laughs> just, I like saw it and then I was like, Oh, look at that fog. That's beautiful. Let's, I'm going to go out and shoot. I love so. it. We need anyway. to see those. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that they turned out, but I had my kids like in the backseat, like, when are we going home? I'm hungry. <laughs> so it wasn't like a Zen kind of experience, but, but, uh, but I, yeah, your, your, your photography is so beautiful that I just wanted to say that. And you're lovely. I can imagine that they're beating down your door to book you. No. <laughs> uh, we feel super lucky to be yeah. doing this. That's for sure. Are we going to see you in Stockholm? Yes. Yes, oh, yes, I'm so excited. I, you will not be able to miss me. I'll be there. Probably we'll be front row. Perfect. Right. We'll, we'll see you in person. I I'll love it. There. Yeah, it's yeah. just a few weeks away. <laughs> okay. I'm so, I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so excited. We're not going to want to leave Stockholm. Well, that's good. You guys will feel like right at home after being here. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Definitely live there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Tempting. Thank you so Thanks. much for um, taking in the time to talk to me. This was Absolutely. really nice. Thank thanks, you thanks so for much, taking Jenny. the time. Really, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really enjoyable. So fun to talk to you. I want to ask you way more questions. Let's <laughs> do a podcast on yeah, you. In, in person interview. Yeah. Jenny. I'm yeah. going to be talk like, about New York, Chicago, Schomburg, yeah, St. Charles. <laughs> You're like the That's same right. person. Oh my God. But you guys are a, a lot hipper. No yeah. way! Uh, you're beautiful. You make me want to cut my hair. <laughs> you're so cool. Well, I'll see. I'll meet you in a few weeks in person. But until then, have a great time. Good luck on work workshop. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much. And yeah, looking Fingers forward crossed. to, to hanging in, in Stockholm. That'll yeah, be awesome. Things, we'll have so. to go get a glass of wine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or more, one <laughs> or five. Um, all right, cool. Take care, guys. So nice. Right. Thanks, Jenny. Nice have a good night. See you later. Bye. Bye.
Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com